Hello and welcome to this latest ISIS podcast. My name is Miriam Sears. I'm the deputy news editor um, of our uh, energy team here in London, and I'm with Ludo Aldersley, who is the deputy editor of our LNG reports. Hi, Ludo. Hi there, Miriam. Um, I've got Ludo with me here today to talk about uh, some latest updates in Australia in the Australian production market. So. The Santos-owned Gladstone LNG liquefaction plant started production this week. Um, this is a significant step in Australia's past, uh, path to becoming uh, the world's biggest LNG producer. So it's quite significant news. Ludo, can you give us a bit of an update about what's been happening this week? Yeah, sure. So um, Gladstone LNG is now started production. Uh, it announced yesterday on 24th of September that um, started. Um, we can see the first vessel is, is on its way uh, due to arrive at the jetty on the 28th of September and uh, the first cargo will be shipped to Asia within the coming weeks. Uh, it's a significant step because uh, it's the, uh, the second of the three liquefaction plants um, that are uh, side by side in the port of Gladstone. Earlier this year we had QTLNG, which is the BG project that uh, started up. Uh, now we've got Gladstone and um, quick on the heels of Gladstone we'll have uh, APLNG, the Australia Pacific project. Um, so there's, there's, a, there's a real groundswell of, of uh, Australian volumes that are coming to market. And um, it's, uh, I, I think this, this, this is going to put Australia in a position of second largest exporter by the end of the year. Um, so well on its way to becoming the number one global exporter in, let's say, three or four years time once, once uh, all the projects that are currently under construction are complete and uh, fully ramped up. Okay, and how does this particular Gladstone LNG project fit in with Santos's wider plans? Uh, so on, on, on the very same day that they announced the uh, start of production at Gladstone, they, they also signed a, uh, an upstream gas supply agreement with, uh, with Cenex. Um, interestingly, the, uh, the pricing terms of that agreement are uh, on a Japanese crude cocktail uh, formula, so that's um, quite similar to the, um, the end destination uh, prices for the LNG because the LNG is is supposed to go to East Asia. Um, so by by agreeing by agreeing this 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 upstream agreement, it, it can also pave the way to to uh, Gladstone expansion perhaps. And um, I believe they they're looking at developing further upstream reserves in the West Surat Basin. Um, there's a final investment decision on that which is due in. 2017, so it's uh, yeah. I, I, I think it's um, all systems go really for for Santos from from uh, from Queensland. Um, there's a number of um, other projects uh, across Australia, uh, particularly in in Western Australia, that are, are the next ones up. Um, so once once APLNG comes comes online um, next month. Then, then the startup focus will, will shift to to the western part of the country, mm -hmm. uh, to Corgan and to uh, to Ictis. Okay, and how is all of this extra production and volumes uh, 
coming from Australia going to impact the, the global picture for LNG? So it's, it's actually uh, coming online at quite a bad time um, in, in terms of, um, shall we say, the readiness of, of uh, key importers. Now, these, these projects in Australia were predicated on, on East Asian demand, uh, principally out of Japan and China. Mm. Um, a lot of the uh, long-term sales and purchase agreements uh, that were signed were, were with the Chinese and, and Japanese and um, there's been a quite a significant um, stalling of the Chinese economy. Uh, economic growth out there is, is, is not what it once was. Uh, the devaluation furthermore um, makes it more difficult or harder for um, Chinese importers and they are basically well supplied uh, through alternative means uh, either domestically or through other pipeline imports that they that they have um, so some of the volumes that were contracted by by uh, some of the longer term counterparties from from Australia have been remarketed and just just goes to uh, further uh, pressurize the spot prices in the region downwards. Mm-hmm. We're seeing East Asian prices now at a very small premium to prices in, in Europe. As I said, most of the volumes were predicated on on East Asia, but already some of the volumes are heading westwards. We've already seen one cargo head into Egypt. Uh, we've seen a few cargoes head into India. Um, and uh, this coming winter, we, we may well see cargoes travel that bit further through through Suez and 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 land in, in Europe. Mm-hmm. And you mentioned the fact that um, all of this extra LNG is going to really push the spot price um, down. Uh, in terms of, I guess, more global prices, what will the the price impact be going forward? At the moment, there's quite a bit of bearish sentiment in the markets. And the the addition of new supply is is, is always going to add further bearish pressure, um, but that's not to say that there are some some bullish factors out there. Uh, there are new gas markets that have um, quite significant markets for LNG. Actually, uh, mm-hmm. Egypt and Jordan uh, will be absorbing very significant levels of uh, of LNG, and um, they've really uh, come onto the market quite. Um, quite quickly. Um, so Egypt, for instance, they only started importing LNG at the turn of Q1, Q2. Egypt has actually contracted um, over the summer to take another FSU, so it will have another import terminal. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's done this on a very fast track basis. So uh, that floating piece of import infrastructure will arrive next month, uh, thereby doubling Egypt's import capacity. And uh, they're doubling their import capacity because they're planning to use that capacity. So, you know, they've they've put out quite significant tenders for for uh, four to six cargoes should be awarded quite soon. Uh, the Jordanian tender should be awarded quite soon. That's for seventy six cargoes. Um, so there's 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 some quite significant uh, new markets here. So the uh, focus has perhaps moved from the uh, the appetite. From East Asia and, and, and more on the uh, the new appetite from from the likes of 
Jordan, Egypt, and uh, and also Pakistan. Mm, okay. Thank you, Ludo. Um, you've been listening to this uh, ISIS podcast. Stay tuned for more or visit www.isis.com for more information on our coverage. Thank you.